Dear friends, hope you are doing great during these trying times. More importantly, we hope you are staying safe. Today's episode of Writer and Geek is sponsored by Body Cafe. Body Cafe is an organic lifestyle and wellness brand that is based on authentic and traditional beauty practices. With Pan India Shipping, it is a place where you will find all your grooming, wellness, baby care, home care and pet care products. And with the coupon code Hi 15 HI15 get a discount on all your purchases so make sure you shop today at body cafe find all the links below in the description Over the past few months, the one thing that we have been using a lot is something that I never imagined us using. Because whenever uh, some of the people that we know, they were like, you know what, whatever we do after that, we have to use this. We used to be like, you know what, I'm never going to use it. <laughs> Why would I use <laughs> it? I'm always clean. <laughs> uh, I think I was a, uh, I was critiquing this thing as well. I don't know what your, what your uh, topic for the day is, but I feel that it is sanitizer, right? Yeah. <laughs> So before before the whole pandemic situation happened I am pretty sure you remember how it used to be yeah. when uh, we do something we eat something we go out eat something and we don't have the opportunity like place or somewhere to like wash our hands our friends used to offer us this thing hand sanitizers and we used to go like you know what i have my <laughs> mouth i can just lick it or use a use a i napkin <laughs> yeah i specifically didn't have a problem with that but i had a problem where people started going overboard with this right so you go to someone's house just for a visit and uh, for some reason i don't want to specifically say what is the reason and stuff but you were forced to use sanitizers and stuff like that yes i agree that there is a, a you know reason behind all that but it felt really awkward right where you have, you see these posters all around the house which says use the sanitizer with you know stuff stuff like that i feel like i you know they they i it makes me feel like i am some dirty <laughs> fellow coming in and you know destroying the sanctity of their pure house or something like that they may be right but the thing is <laughs> but the thing is evidence says they are right but yeah. <laughs> but the thing is like you know saying that you should use hand sanitizer before and after touching their pets <laughs> it's not really a wise thing to say but, to someone see, the who thing, has visited you right exactly and the other problem is that i feel that overuse of sanitizers or whatever um, medicines and stuff like that right they are going to destroy your immunity as, as such and mean uh, you know uh, i'm saying this but you know at this point of time I would encourage everybody to use sanitizers wisely because you know what I'm not condoning the use of hand sanitizers because we use it extensively right the moment I go out even if I go and touch my car I come in coming back inside the house and use it but uh, what I am trying to say is those specific scenarios before this pandemic started right where uh, yeah I think people were just overusing it to some yeah. extent so it would be wise to say that over the past 4 months uh, we've been using hand sanitizers and liquid soap or whatever we get our hands on a lot that it's reached a point where i can feel my skin <laughs> not even existing so yeah this episode it's not 
going to be like a history of hand sanitizer or like sanitizer in general but we're going to talk about some facts about it so to start with hand sanitizers are like liquid it come in liquid gel or foam form and uh, it can reduce the infectious agents which are present in your hands or like whichever body parts you apply on i don't think people apply it on any other body parts but uh, i would not suggest you yeah. apply it on your face and stuff <laughs> i yeah. think you should keep it to your hands yeah. <laughs> and when i said it can reduce infectious agents in our hands it doesn't mean that it can kill all the bacterias and uh, viruses i think it can kill most of the bacterias but there are like some viruses it cannot mm-hmm. kill one other thing is that uh, hand sanitizers does not follow up with hand washing right when you use hand sanitizer you're not washing it per se so the harmful chemicals which are already present in your hands it doesn't go away so that's one issue with hand sanitizer as opposed to hand wash but during certain situations when you're out or like when you're uh, somewhere where there there you don't have access to hand washing hand sanitizer is like one way to go uh, yeah. to keep yourself clean hand sanitizer is no way replacement for washing your hands so if you come and tell me that before meals i've just sanitized my hands you know that's probably not the way to do it as you said it's only a stopgap arrangement you don't have access to water so you just use it and even in these times right when there is this virus going around the primary thing you should be doing is washing your hands with liquid soap or soap or whatever it is hand sanitizer is only when you don't have access to imme- water and soap immediately right so if you go out of the house and come back don't just sanitize your hands just wash it properly for 20 seconds or 40 seconds or whatever it is hand sanitizer is only if you're going out and touching you know you go for to groceries and all that they use hand sanitizers it's not as effective as using soap and washing yeah. hands yeah so the thing is um the present scenario through which we are going um hand sanitizer has become an important part of our life and uh, yeah but there are like certain things that we don't know about like a hand sanitizer can be effective against this virus only if it is at least like 70% has like mm. 70% of alcohol content in it and uh, most of the hand sanitizers have isopropyl alcohol then ethanol or n-propanol at a po- combination of like 60 to 95% mm. in combination and uh, yeah this usage of hand sanitizers did not start till late um, 1980s mm-hmm. so till then uh, we always used to rely on hand washing and liquid soaps that's true i have not seen hand sanitizer until i moved to bangalore yeah Uh, and again uh, but that is a lot later than <laughs> yeah. you know 1990s yeah, because we were in a village and all that yeah and it works with many microorganisms but it does not have much effects on spores you know fung- fungus those kind of infections mm-hmm. that we have that right. not we i mean like humans get <laughs> i don't have any infections as of now i'm just putting it out there so yeah and uh, <laughs> yeah and uh, but the issue with hand sanitizer is that i think it's also prevalent in hand washing that it reduces the moisture content or like oil content in your hands the skin yeah, it makes it really dry so some of the hand sanitizers use gr- glycerol to reduce uh, the drying of skin and some also use fragrances to make it more aromatic and mm. you know fun to use but the issue is that if you use fragrance there might be some people who are allergic to it and mm. that can result in a lot of other issues Yeah so before you go into the next part right i uh, you mentioned alcohol the content of alcohol within sanitizers so i have this question which i am sure that it is there in my mind of many of our listeners as well can we use hand sanitizers as a replacement for alcohol 
like it is difficult to get alcohol these days right but hand yeah. sanitizers are available. i i was going to touch on this topic <laughs> later but i think i'll okay. uh, you know bring it up right now there have been cases of ingestion of hand sanitizer and people dying due to it over mm-hmm. the past four months mm-hmm. uh, for example it has happened in kerala also i guess i'm not sure i'm not about, uh, yeah. i'm not surprised but, with that. Uh, there, there there was this case in new mexico where uh, around like nine people because of scarcity of alcohol drank hand sanitizers they were se- severely injured three people died three mm-hmm. people ha- went blind and few others they they survived but they went through a went through hell see so yeah the issue is that hand sanitizers they they use methyl alcohol in it just to make it poisonous so that people don't drink it uh, just as an alcohol alcoholic drink right so yeah, yeah that's a public service isn't it we just yeah. Uh, so yeah. anyone who is listening to this podcast please don't go ahead and drink uh, yeah alcohol. yeah yeah i think this is a perfect time to introduce uh, our sponsors for this episode body cafe uh, who are producing these wonderful hand sanitizers and we have been using it for like what couple of months now yeah and uh, their sanitizers have around 80% alcohol i think which will qualify your uh, threshold for killing most of the germs yeah and it mm-hmm. comes with a eucalyptus extract and a lot mm-hmm. of other i forgot aloe vera and stuff yeah. which gives a you know organic yeah. aroma to it so go and check out their website bodycafe.in they have other products as well uh, but sanitizer is the one which you would be more interested in these days so go and check them out it comes in a nice bottle you can spray it in your hands and stuff like that so bodycafe.in there are non alcoholic hand sanitizers too which are not uh, effective mostly not effective um these alcohol free sanitizers use providon iodine benzal benzalconium chloride and trichloroethylene did you <laughs> i almost did <laughs> yeah i'll repeat it uh, providon iodine benzalconium chloride and well, triclosan i'm sure there is a short form for that somewhere. yeah but uh, yeah i was i was lazy enough to not look for so what is the intention of alcohol free it's just placebo effect or something maybe it's like you know uh, like something 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 for you know it's like something we provide for vegans right <laughs> something like that so this is like homeopathy of hand sanitizers yeah, i like, think homeopathy should be one of the episodes we, we, we should we should, we should do it i'm sure it's going to piss off many people but i don't care right? maybe we also should add a little bit of about ayurvedic medicines Absolutely. too <laughs> yeah that is going to piss off a lot more people then yeah but we don't care yeah that, uh, that is the nature that, of yeah. the show so. unless they come and you know try to kill us we don't care yeah. the first use of alcohol as an antiseptic can be traced back to 14th century but in the modern world alcohol based hand sanitizers became a thing in 1980s as i said mm-hmm. earlier and uh, these hand sanitizers they also have another drawback when compared to hand washing which is that if uh, the hand is greasy or oily it, it's ineffective which is the condition most of the time yeah because because uh, without that lather that grease or oil won't go right like viruses especially like covid or something it mm. it survives on that protein right so when grease and oil is there it cannot break that protein bond and mm. kill the virus so so basically uh, i think the uh, the way the viruses are eliminated is because they are encapsulated in shell of fat right oh yeah. and when sanitizer or soap is used it just melts away the is external fat is it fat or protein 
could be either of them fat or protein we are not experts yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we don't take responsibility yeah, for yeah. this yeah and it can the hand sanitizers it can cannot also like remove heavy metal pesticides and mm-hmm. you know all those kind of contaminants too by heavy metal we don't mean metallic or megadeth it's more like arsenic no it's more like anthrax and, and uh, what is other band big four slayer <laughs> yeah <laughs> and also one other issue with hand sanitizer is that because of the alcohol content it can be flammable so mm. yeah there have been instances very rarely where uh, people have you know caught fire because of using hand sanitizer so because of all these reasons it's advisable that you hand wash instead of using hand sanitizer but hand sanitizers are like pretty useful when you are yeah. at a situation where you cannot hand wash it's better to have a bottle in your pocket all the time yeah and uh, hand sanitizers does not affect the beneficial microorganism which you have mm. in your body but it does mess, mess with the oil content in your hand and you know make your hands dry so that's about hand sanitizers so how are you supposed to apply it right according to who should we trust them <laughs> not anymore wait is it who or cdc i'm not really sure it cdc yeah. yeah it could Center be for CDC. disease control yeah. uh, so what they say is like you are supposed to apply hand sanitizer on one hand mm-hmm. a reasonable amount and then rub your hands together like this ASMR. now this has become more of an asmr episode then rub the product over all surfaces of hands fingers until it has become dry so you have mm, to okay. also look at your nails you know right. even your nails you should uh, you know rub it with mm, the hand sorry. sanitizer then another thing you have to notice is that you shouldn't go near any flammable you know object or something which can probably get you so before cooking fire. it's not advisable right yeah so yeah. apply it wait for 5 or, minutes or then. you can probably cook uh, your food with your hands on fire probably i don't know right. if it works Yeah so that's how you should use hand sanitizers. So there is a legend surrounding this creation invention of hand sanitizer and how it mm. became an everyday uh, item used by people all over the world. Uh, there was this person called Lupe Hernandez. Mm-hmm. She was a nurse working in the states uh, in one of the hospitals and the legend says that in 1966 uh, she invented hand sanitizer gel. But the issue is that the claim has become very controversial mm-hmm. as there is no like proof to it that such a thing happened right. even washington post uh, the N- national museum of american history and los angeles times have done a lot of research on this but their efforts have become fruitless because mm-hmm. they were not able to find a, find any proof that this happened and this became like a thing when covid struck the world mm-hmm. because uh, hand sanitizer became a trendy thing and people started digging up a lot about this topic and they came across loop hernandez and uh, yeah there is no proof that she found it but this is a, mm-hmm. this is an urban legend kind yeah. of thing um as far as hand sanitizer use is concerned i have seen this in offices and hospitals right um, at least in my office we had the sanitizer bottle in the entrance and people were using it um i was not someone who was regularly using it i used to carry a bottle uh-huh. with me and <laughs> because i, I don't el know. diablo <laughs> i was not sure that how it's going to help because uh here's the thing right so you use hand sanitizer as you're entering the campus yes it might help in preventing um most of the sanitizers were hand pressed ones so i'm sure that the sanitizer cap itself has lot of germs and stuff and of course you are using uh, you know restrooms restroom door knobs and stuff like that i know people who are very particular about this who used to use these tissues while they come out of restrooms and use that to open the open and close the door i 
I at that point of time I felt maybe that is a little extreme but if today if I go back to office <laughs> I'm definitely going to do the same thing I used to do that yeah. uh, that what door unlocking thing and all because I've seen uh, and and this might gross uh, many of us I've seen people coming out of restroom without even washing their yeah, hands Yeah there are so many educated illiterates in this country <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> yeah. They'll happily you know do their stuff and just walk out of the door What about not flushing should we talk about it here <laughs> no. I think we spoke about that in one of yeah, our okay areas. let's let's forget about talking about hand sanitizer in general let's talk about some of the companies yeah. so when we talk about hand wash um, liquid hand wash or like sanitizer soaps and all that things which has antiseptic property which is the company that comes to your mind first well because i was born and brought up with this it's probably detol or something exactly detol so detol is a british company and they released the liquid form of detol that we get right the antiseptic lotion uh, is it's is it a lotion or is it just a liquid antiseptic liquid okay liquid right uh, what is the difference between lotion and liquid lotion would be a little more thicker you know it'll be like little uh, jelly i don't know like yeah, like how the, the thing, hand right? sanitizer thing that you get right okay then uh, now that you mentioned it hand sanitizers what i have used before covid time is always been gel type right So when uh, our friend who is a doctor got us that new f- form of hand sanitizer Sterlium? yeah yeah that thing was not gel type and i was like how is this a hand sanitizer it doesn't feel like gel then she said you know what this is actually what it is like see the lotion ones the, is it lotion no, like that no call it gel one gel, gel ones the, that does not have uh, enough, enough alcohol, percentage right? of alcohol mm. that's one thing the one which i used to use was detol or something yeah, which detol. had a gel type i had bought one green apple one mm. back in the day back in the day the yeah, back in the day means before <laughs> covid yeah so that that smelled so bad yeah. it was detol so coming back to detol Detol was released in uh, 1933 in India as antiseptic liquid to treat cuts and wounds and it was uh, used a lot by hospitals and even like for home remedies and it remained a monopoly in India for over like 50 years mm. it still is a monopoly like people usually prefer Detol over everything but they only had antiseptic liquid for the first 50 years of mm. their um, stay in india and then came johnson and johnson with savlon mm. uh, they released savlon in indian market in 1993 so the thing is that all they had already established themselves in the market saying that you know uh, when you apply it on the wound you'll get the burning yeah. sensation and if you get the burning sensation it means that <laughs> you're getting cured it's working yeah mm. but savlon is actually a superior product mm-hmm. in comparison with detol liquid uh, antiseptic liquid but the thing was like it does not burn when you apply as much and i think they used that as their campaign uh, in their campaign during the late 90s also because i remember savlon coming during some time in 90s and their main punchline that was that it doesn't hurt i remember this ad where one guy goes to doctor with a wound he applies and he's like okay why are you not doing it yet so the doctor is like it's already done and he says oh so it is like it doesn't burn it's much better than detol i doesn't say that detol because in india it's not allowed or something but the whole concept was that it doesn't hurt at all yeah but that didn't work that mm. backfired because right. people had already got accustomed with the feeling that whenever you apply an antiseptic liquid to a wound it hurts it should burn it should burn yeah so uh, because of that savlon didn't fare well even though it's there right now we also mm. we use it ex- you know exclusively yeah for some reason i prefer using savlon yeah. it's 
I don't know if it is more appealing the way it looks. It is no, more of. No, I think I think because we know the story. Yeah, I I have known the story for all, almost like fifteen years now. Right. So yeah, because we know that it's a superior pro- product, but still, uh, you know, because most of the Indian mm. population they already got accustomed to the feeling that when you apply antiseptic liquid in a wound, it should burn. So because of that, Dettol still holds a monopoly. They all also have like. hand wash they have come up with hand wash i think we use detol yep. hand yes. wash because sablon was not available mm. then they have like plasters then liquid antiseptic already there body wash sanitizers also these yeah days. shaving cream soap and also like they still have like 50% of the mm. uh, market because of this marketing ploy which actually should have you know <laughs> taken the market away from yeah. them but they're still there yeah but what can you say humanity likes to suffer right yeah so unless there is pain people don't feel that something is working out yeah no pain no gain another product we're going to talk about is one of the world famous mouthwash Listerine. which yeah we we use it right and i don't know if uh, you have a preference in which version of listerine uh, i love the i love the plain mint. blank <laughs> yeah, not not exactly. yeah, not the mint one the the yeah. the, the, the brown one right yeah the one that looks like detol exactly. antiseptic i liquid. that's so strong really yeah. but yeah i've been using this mint one though because yeah it's easier it's on a, the mouth that's and all. it gives a fresh yeah. uh, you know breath to you so yeah listerine you, did you know that they actually started out as an antiseptic liquid and also like as a as a product which can clean floors oh. and also as a product that can cure gonorrhea gonorrhea yeah <laughs> that shit <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Listerine was a product that was used Seriously? to use as it is a floor <laughs> it's a floor, floor cleaner. cleaner. That doesn't mean that there is not much difference between your mouth and the floor. Yeah, Listerine was named after John Lister. He was a doctor back in the 19th century like 1865. Mm-hmm. He inspired by Louis Pasteur's idea of, you know, micro microbial right. infection and stuff. He what he did was like he promoted the use of carbolic acid on surgical dressings like mm. one surgery is done like applying carbolic acid as antiseptic liquid and it drastically reduces post surgical infections right before that the thing was like if 10 surgeries happen around like 6 people used to get post surgical infection because because the doctors never used to wash their hands so surgery was more crazy than plague itself yeah So doctors back then their mentality was that uh, the the infections happen due to like some uh, circulation of germs through air and not through their hands but on the contrary most of the infection used to happen because the doctor's hand used to have a lot of mm, so this rate. thing was brought forward by John Lister oh, okay. a doctor and uh, in 1879 uh, jo- Joseph Lawrence he founded Listerine And, and he named he it named, afterwards yeah named it after john lister because he revered this Showing guy respect and yeah. stuff he started promoting it to dentist as an oral care product in um, 1895 and finally it was released as an over the counter uh, mouthwash only in 1914 okay During, during the, the first, first world war, war yeah. the beginning i don't know how it would have fared it would have been I bad i think it would have see the thing is i don't know if many people really use uh, mouthwash on a daily basis hmm. the whole thing is that yes you brush twice a day but when you're sleeping right and you while you brush and everything yes it removes the germs and it removes the food particle but what happens during the 8 hours that you sleep right these if things you sleep for 8 hours whatever number of hours you sleep so when you use mouthwash the idea is that it keeps it uh, hygienic 
throughout the night as you sleep um and your and one other thing is that many people do take mouthwash and wash their mouths off afterwards with water that absolutely doesn't help if you look at listerine bottle it clearly says that you should not take any water or any food at least 30 minutes after you take listerine right because if you dilute it it actually defeats the purpose so have it in that raw form raw you know the way it comes in the bottle and then wash your mouth yeah. i mean i don't need to teach people how to use it yeah see the thing is when you're sleeping the hydrochloric acid which is in your stomach right it it comes to your mouth that's what i've yeah. learned and it mixes with your uh, saliva the, the saliva and the fluid in your mouth and turns it into a harmful uh, mixture which can um, damage your enamel mm-hmm. and uh, what ha- what happens when you use mouthwash is that the bacteria which are produced because of this mixture in your mouth it'll remove the whole thing and people who take bed coffee or like tea right after they wake up before brushing oh god help god. you god help you <laughs> Seriously. Don't even drink. Actually, you should not be taking yeah. any kind of food, including water, water. without even yeah. brushing your teeth. You are supposed to brush first, wait for like probably half an hour or yeah. brush and take water, then use mouthwash and then wait for half an do hour. Do you see, do you watch these videos on YouTube where they show a day in a life of a doctor or day in a life of a bodybuilder or day in a life of a software engineer kind of stuff? Hmm. most of these skip the part where they brush first okay and i've seen them getting out of the bed doing some stretches and stuff like that directly going and drinking <laughs> water or coffee uh, i think like, they've taken it for granted right on. they don't even show could like be. could be uh, going to the washroom but there late. are some cases where i've seen <laughs> but there are some cases where i've seen them show showing themselves brushing after they have coffee or whatever oh that that's not good i reach out to them comment on your, their videos <laughs> we'll give them this link yeah so program. coming back to listerine first they um, marketed it as a powerful surgical antiseptic then the distilled form of uh, listerine was sold as a floor cleaner and <laughs> i can still not another get form was sold as cure for gonorrhea mm-hmm. and they even promoted um, listerine cigarettes <laughs> during 1927 for a short period of time uh, and uh, maybe we should come up with listerine coffee you can drink that coffee late at night it <laughs> <laughs> yeah right drink acid yeah very nice so in but they became successful only in 1920s when they released this advertisement promoting listerine as a solution for chronic halitosis which means bad breath so till then it was acceptable for people to have bad breath how seems, is that yes. even oh, i have no idea then after this uh, once people found out that it's actually beneficial when you use it as a cure for bad breath it became a hit like uh, the the marketing strategy was like this they had this ad where like um, a lady mm-hmm. who is looking for suitable uh, partners she looks good and everything and they're like okay yeah it's all good but what about your breath It, mm. it it it's stinky so who will come and you know marry you <laughs> so then came listrin and yeah. she started using it bad breath gone she gets a perfect you know Ooh, partner this is like the fairness cream ad that <laughs> yeah seen, but right? i think this one is still better it makes sense yeah, i mean it it, this is at least right. based on something that is worth doing right? yeah but this company has done a lot of things which are like shady like promoting it as a Uh, cure for sexual disease and floor cleaner and also they okay like uh, if you want to cure a sexual disease how are you supposed to use it i am <laughs> dab it <laughs> oh god imagine that burn <laughs> mm, 
they also promoted listerine from 1930s like mid 50s as a product which can cure infectious dandruff like if you put listerine ah, on you your s- on your scalp it, it will cure <laughs> so basically dandruff. to get rid of your dandruff and sexual issues you just take shower with listerine yeah <laughs> i'm not done yet oh from God. 1920s to 1970s they also promoted they also marketed listerine as a product that can uh, you know prevent sore throat and cold <laughs> but this was utter bullshit see you take listerine bottle today it clearly says you should not swallow it so they were trying to sell it as however they can yeah. right? they were so desperate to sell <laughs> well if 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 people can sell cocaine or drink with cocaine as a you know uh, we're talking relaxing, about coca cola yeah, yeah right? relaxable you know drink that can relax you yeah, they, I, mean, i think listerine maybe can it can relax way. you right there yeah. might be some truth in it but it has a lot of side effects Absolutely, you yes. become addicted right so i think listerine even though did, they did a lot of uh, stupid things Mm. in the way of promotion but yeah right now it stands for something which is good right yeah. i i've been using it regularly yeah, I mean, for like years for me it, it is works. like if you do even if you brush at night if you're not using mouthwash it feels some somewhat odd yeah it feels weird yeah. like i use it at least once every day yes. once at least use best time to use it would be just going just before bed yeah right once you finish your brushing just use it and just forget it yeah then the active ingredients listed on listerine packaging are like essential oils you know which are uh, menthol which is like 0.042 percentage then uh, thymol which is thyme 0.064 percentage right everything that ends with all is an alcohol yeah right in yeah, chemistry yeah. then methyl uh, silic silic yeah. <laughs> it's called pentagreen no. <laughs> okay. now now i know why you failed in chemistry <laughs> i didn't fail you know because of my, my friend roy you had a good school. rapport yeah. with the teacher that's why you you passed how does that matter in board know. exams oh yeah board. yeah like i had this friend i still remember you know going to uh, the day before our uh, chemistry exam i used to do combined study with my friend roy so i used to go to his home every evening before exams and i went that day I was like okay I've studied enough to pass and all that shit then I see his face he's like freaked out organic like, chemistry what happened then he's like dude I have to lo- I haven't learned a lot his expression was grave and I was like learned what he showed me like some organic chemistry <laughs> shit and I'm like I hated organic oh chemistry. my god then I was like okay I was panicking myself and I was like you know what we have like some 5 hours we'll sit and study we sat and studied I got 63 marks in so chemistry so whatever you're talking about <laughs> is from that uh, remaining 37 odd percentage yeah yeah that's so hard <laughs> it's not my fault you know yeah. but uh, okay these are the, you didn't finish the ingredients yeah I didn't right? finish it this methyl thing is also called wintergreen it constitutes about 0.06% and then you have eucalyptol which is eucalypt eucalyptus essential oil mm-hmm. um, about 0.092% rest is water i assume rest is something man Salt. they have aapke, no no they have actually aapke mouthwash mein namak hai <laughs> <laughs> okay that's that's colgate Does, doesn't colgate come with a mouthwash which has plaques we use it right? we use it we I, use, i don't prefer that though. i don't prefer that too but uh, when we don't get listerine that's what you use and especially and we are not being time, okay yeah. let me make it very clear we are not sponsored by listerine oh, yeah, yeah. okay yeah, yeah. it sounds like we are yeah, yeah. like making sure that <laughs> listerine is portrayed from as sanitizer we went to mouthwash i don't know what to name this episode we'll just name this it will be stuff being hygiene yeah. <laughs> how to be hygiene oral yeah. hygiene <laughs> oral hygiene <laughs> oral and uh, how do you what do you i don't know do we'll figure it out we'll figure it out so yeah rest of the stuff is that we don't know they have their own secret recipe like KFC? secret sauce yes 
and yeah that's how they function and safety concerns were raised uh, because you know using acidic mouthwash can result in damaging your uh, teeth and all that stuff but it has been like multiple multiple times proved wrong that it i am sure that it is less dangerous than drinking alcohol yeah 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 so, yeah. <laughs> so i'm i'm fine so that's that. where we are um, using hand sanitizers like we have never done before every day every time all the time 24/7 yeah so <laughs> and, yeah yeah I, i mean be safe i mean it's a good time to you know be hy- be hygienic and using mouthwash and hand sanitizer start some good habits exactly. i'd say yeah read atomic habits if you want <laughs> where did that come from <laughs> i don't know 